as Mike's like as Mike likes to say, that we'd like to make Jesus famous. Mm -hmm. So again, we give you all the praise and all the glory for it's in His name because He is the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. Amen. 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 Thank you. All right. If you brought a screen or a book, and if you need a book, there's some on the table. Get to Hebrews, and we're gonna eventually go through chapter 11. And before we get there, you know, a lot of folks have referred to chapter 11 as the, the chapter, the Hall of Fame of Faith, you know. It's just all these, the legends of the legends are in there, you know. If you're an NFL fan, you would probably hear John Facenda in the background, and he would have his voice. For those that aren't NFL fans, you've probably heard him on a Campbell's Soup commercial, you know, with the NFL guys, and just this legendary voice, and he would be talking about all the legends of the legends. And the thing is, is that when we read these names, my, my goal tonight is to bring you into that company. Because I believe a lot of times that when we read these guys in the book, that we say, well, they, they must have had something different that I don't have. They must have had a, a special anointing. They must have had something different that I just don't have access to, and it just ain't so. When you said yes to Jesus like these guys did, you have the same Holy Spirit, and it comes down to how we believe, and, and we love to, to, to print that word out with LIVE in capital letters that's embedded in BELIEVE, because, you know, for me, I start, we're going to live out who we believe we are. And if I believe that I'm a piece of crap, guess what my life is going to look and feel like? But when I know and believe, even through life's chaos, that I am who Jesus says I am, then the engine in Him is what powers me through it. That's what this entire book is about in the New Testament. That's what this letter in particular in Hebrews is telling us. It's saying, look gang, let's not forget that Jesus is the new life-giving way. You have this tendency to want to go back and start checking all the boxes to keep yourself accepted by God. Get rid of your boxes. Get rid of those boxes. It's Jesus, and that's it. Because He is enough. And so, just before we get into 11, I just want to remind us, because we're going to see these two words a ton tonight. By faith. But what captivated me this past week and, and even before is that there's a word of action after those two. By faith, so-and-so did something. And so we're not going to dig deep into each person, but we are going to take a look at it. It's going to be like if we're in a Goodyear blimp and we're going to be that 20,000 view and we're just going to say, wow, look at that. Look at by faith what these guys did. And so how? Well, that's what we're going to travel through tonight. Before we get there, I want to remind us of Hebrews 10, verse 38. It says, My righteous ones will live by faith. And so what that verse is saying is saying, My righteous ones. Remember, what does righteous mean, class? Right standing. Yeah. That I'm accepted, Right? Because a lot of times the body of Christ will use these words and we really don't even know what they mean. And so you're teaching others that won't come into rooms like this what these words mean. 
That's huge. And so what we're teaching is saying, my acceptance, and that's what he's saying, God's saying, look, my acceptance, Bibbo being righteous with me, will live by what? Okay, that's action in that. Look at what these words mean. Look what live means. He's saying that we'll be active, we'll be full of vigor, we'll be powerful, we'll be strong, we'll be fresh, we'll enjoy real life. <laughs> and faith is that we're convinced that God is the Creator and the bestower, I had to look that word up just to make sure I knew what that meant, means He is the giver of salvation. Alright, so if somebody's going to give me something, when is it mine? When I accept it. Yeah, when I accept it, when I bring it in. Like well, a while ago, and we're just trying to waterboard these guys with love. It's not, they won't receive it until when? They make a choice. They make the choice to say, look, I really am going to receive this love that these guys are throwing on me right now. Right? And so that's what I want us to kind of have in the background of your of your mind is because the verses that we read last week, it said, remember the day you first believed. It doesn't say, remember the day that you first did X, Y, and Z to get accepted. It says, recall the day you first believed. And we even took you down that path and say, what were you after that day? What got you up out of your seat to the point where you said, I've got to have this guy named Jesus? And is it the same Jesus that day that got you up out of the seat? Is He the same for you today? And for a lot of us, we were kind of looking at one another and go, you know, I'm really not sure. I'm really not sure why I believed in the first place. And so we're going to get to draw this comparison in because that we are convinced that if God is the Creator, then we get to enjoy this real life. Hebrews 1. I mean, Hebrews 11, verse 1. It says, Faith is the confidence, which means assurance, firm trust. Faith is the confidence we hope for will actually happen. It gives us assurance about the things we cannot see. Verse 2, Through their faith, the people... In days of old, earned. Other translations there have gained or obtained a good reputation. Think about that just for a second. Does that have any feel for, you know, whenever you're in these conversations with folks and you go, back in the day. (laughs) Shoot, man, I remember back in the day. Shoot, y'all didn't have faith. You didn't have faith back then. You were school. Back in the day, man, I had to walk to school. Back in the day, I had to play an Atari. <laughs> Back in the day. My dad had to fish with a safety pin. There you go. Back in the day. And we always kind of want to bring that back to our day that we had it tougher than the ones that are ahead of us, right? And the ones that were behind us were saying, man, that's nothing. I had to wait on dial-up. <laughs> I had to wait on a fax machine. Those things still fascinate me. Fax machines do. And so after this, we're going to see this list of people, starting with Cain and Abel, that are living by faith. Now, gang, right there in verse 6, skip down just a second. And it is impossible to please God without faith. 
Anyone who wants to come to Him must believe that God exists and that He rewards those who sincerely seek Him. Now remember, gang, what we've discussed weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks and years and years and years and years. How are you an enemy to God? What's the only way that you're an enemy to God? Not believing. Anybody, has everybody got that? Please do not walk out the door with not having that. Because when you're equipped with that, then you can start having these conversations that maybe we've avoided when we're out here in, in our life. Because a lot of people want to start whipping us with, well, you must not be safe, Vivo. That boy's lost his last year's Easter egg. And all they're doing is looking at some of the things that I'm doing, and it's probably just things they're not doing. And they're grading me by their vision of God. I'll not hold that standard. I'll hold to the one that says that I'm accepted by Jesus and Jesus alone and let Him deal with all that. Sets me free to be me, right? So let's have a little fun here. One thing I do want to remind us, because what is the reward? If we know that God, that Jesus is the bestower, that is the giver, what's the reward that they're talking about? That must believe that God exists and He rewards those who sincerely seek Him. Who and what's the reward? Salvation. Amen. Life. Life. Eternal life. It's Him. Life with Him. It's Jesus, right? And so a lot of people go, okay... So, that's what you get to do business with when people say, so what? Now they go back and say, do they see a people that are living life that's full of life? Do they see a people that are strong? Do they see a people that are enjoying each other? Do they see a people that are believing that they are who Jesus says they are? then that starts to answer their so what by faith. So here we go. One of the other places, don't go there. This is just for just a, a Me Too verse. There's so many in there, but I thought this was pretty cool. It's Romans in chapter 5. Actually, it's a verse I've just been clinging to this past week because there's been segments of this week that's been pretty crappy for Bibbo. It's been hard. Relationships are hard, gang. Mess, grace is extremely messy. <laughs> It's extremely messy. And so there's been limits that I've been shown about my grace limits that I wish I didn't have. But they've been revealed to me because I'm living life in such a fashion that I want to live life so wide open with folks that won't come in these doors. And the only way I know where my limits are is if I keep living with folks who are willing to live with me and that we live such raw and open lives with one another that we know each other at these gut levels that it takes grace to live life with each other. It takes this huge forgiveness with one another to be able to do it, right? That's the engine of Him in us doing it. And so let's look at what some of our folks... Let me read this. It's Romans 5. Just close your eyes and drink this in. It says, Because of our faith... Christ has brought us into this place of undeserved privilege where we now stand and we confidently and joyfully look forward to sharing God's glory. We can rejoice too. <laughs> he puts it in the book. Why did you do this, Lord? We can rejoice too when we run into problems and trials. It doesn't say if, 
doesn't say maybe. It says when, and for we know that they help us develop what? Endurance. And endurance develops strength of character, and character strengthens our confident hope of salvation. And this hope will not lead to disappointment. For we know how dearly God loves us because He has given this. Drink this in, gang. He has given us the Holy Spirit to fill our hearts with His love. That's the peace we forget. That's the peace that's by faith. That's the peace that's the engine. Listen to this. Just keep your eyes close and just listen to all these Hall of Famers. By faith, Noah built a boat. By faith, Noah received righteousness. By faith, Abraham obeyed, which means listened, followed, hearkened, he believed. By faith, he, Abraham, went, not knowing the destination of where he was going. By faith, he lived. By faith, Sarah had a child. By faith, she believed God would keep his promise. By faith, Abraham offered his only son, Isaac. By faith, Isaac, who's Abraham's son, offered blessings to his son, Jacob and Esau. By faith, Jacob blessed Joseph's son and bowed in worship. By faith, Joseph answered his people that would leave Egypt. By faith, Moses' parents hid him. By faith, Moses refused to be called son of Pharaoh's daughter. By faith, he, Moses, chose oppression. By faith, Moses left Egypt. By faith, people observed Passover by placing the blood on their doorposts and the angel of death passed them over. By faith, the people of Israel crossed the Red Sea. By faith, people of Israel marched around Jericho seven times and the walls came crashing down. By faith, Rahab was, destroyed, was not destroyed with other people in her city who refused to obey, to hearken and listen. By faith. And there's others in here. Depending on the translation, you can open your peepers now. Depending on the translation, you see those two words together 30 to 40 times. And there's always something significant after them. Always. And the thing is, is why is there so many in this chapter? This chapter alone carries half of them. This, this chapter carries the bulk of the half that's in the whole book of Hebrews. Why is by faith so important? Why such the reminder? Amen. Amen. So if you've come in the room and you've done a bunch of doing trying to, faith, to, to please God, do you have two words in front of it? By faith. Is the engine by faith in front of your doing? I get the fact that, that our love of Christ that flows through us flows out to the point where we're going out in the streets and we're, we're hanging out with folks that do not have a home. Literally. That's what you're doing. But are you doing it by faith? Or are you doing it so you might receive some recognition? Are you doing it because if no one else was ever looking, that there would there'd be no way for you to do it? Here's a perfect example. Sean was playing the drum here a while ago. When he gets around that drum, he can't 
help but play that drum. God's blown it into His being. And so it's like when we were talking here a while ago, I told Pop, I said, it's like telling a bird not to be a bird. He can't help it. So who are you? What's your DNA? By faith. Here's, here's something real interesting. When you take a look at the list, and we're not going to do it tonight, but when you take a look at the list of people that have their names listed with by faith, and there's something that they're being about, if you look in their seasons of life long enough, you'll see incredible dysfunction. <laughs> Two of the ladies in the list are prostitutes. One of the dudes listed in the list, his mama was a prostitute, who he made a deal with the gang. He said, I'm out of here. The boys said, man, you're a great fighter. We need you to come back. He makes the deal. He agrees. He comes back. And when the old boy, J-Path, when he said, Lord, if we win this, I'll sacrifice. I'll give you whatever comes out of my house first. They win. You better be careful about the deals you try to make with God. They win. He goes home. His only daughter comes flying out of the house. And he is struck down with grief. By faith, he tells his daughter what he's done. Now there's some scholars that say that he didn't do that. That he didn't totally sacrifice her. But what if he did? Scripture says that he did. It leans towards that way. That he told his daughter what is going down by faith. And his daughter at that moment had a choice. Do I own my faith? Or am I going to live off my daddy's faith? Is it really my God? Do I really believe what daddy's been telling me about this future Messiah that's coming? Do I really believe that after he's come home to tell me that he's got to get rid of me? She goes off for two months, comes back. Let's do it, Daddy. By faith. She owned her faith at that moment. What about us? What's our by faith looking like? Here's the thing, because see, in those moments, in that thing, because us as a body of Christ, when we look in each other and we see dysfunction, we want to disqualify. That's crap. Not you. Not you. Coach others up to stop letting others get disqualified because of their behavior. Please. If that were the case, this book couldn't have been written. <laughs> That's got to give you some kind of encouragement. <laughs> it's really, I mean, really inside you ought to be going, good my gosh, he's right. He's right. He's right. He's right. And it's not that I'm right. I'm just reading the book. I'm just telling you, if you're letting your dysfunction disqualify you, then you've elevated yourself over Christ. By faith, let your weakness be turned to strength. That's what it says in verse 34. Their weakness was turned to strength. How? Come on, kids. How was their weakness turned to strength? 
faith. Two words. We've said it about a trillion times in here already. By faith. Come on. I believe. What's yours? What's the one we're hiding? What's the one that we don't want anybody to know? Please, Lord, don't let that one come out. Not that one. Please. They'll disqualify me. I'm not quite sure I can trust this bunch. You're in the safest place ever here. But how did their weakness get turned to strength? Well, Paul's got some words in it. This is crazy. You said this a while ago. 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 9. You don't have to go there. Paul begged Jesus, take this thorn away. Many people have many different things what they think that is. I personally think, and I've got nothing to base it on except just what Bibbo thinks. I believe it was his mental anguish. I believe he could not at times forget the, the heinous things that he did when his name was Saul. Think about the things that you've done that you wish you'd have never done. And they still walk with you sometimes, don't they? And so until we stop allowing those to disqualify us, and by faith march through it, we'll be in good company here with Paul. Because he said, look, Jesus said each time when Paul was begging it, Jesus said, these are in red letters, He said, my grace is all you need. My power works best in weakness. And the thing is, most of the body of Christ is walking around and we pretend we do not have weakness. <laughs> not you. Not you. You're teaching folks that it's okay to admit a weakness. That as soon as you do so, it starts to lose its grip on you. It starts to go away. Alright? All these people back in Hebrews verse 39 said all these people earned, gained a good reputation because of their what? Yet none of them received all that God had promised. How many of us kind of give up whenever we have these prayers to God and they don't come in the time that we want them to? Okay, I'm going to raise my hand. Yes, I mean, there's some guys in here that wandered for 40 years. I'm flipping upside down 40 minutes. <laughs> God's telling me to say this. Amen. Is it, do you, is it feasible that the reason why he keeps saying by faith, by faith, by faith, because that's one of the first things we lose when something comes up against us. He has to be reminded. You just lost your faith and he's sitting there pounding it in their brains. Look, that, you're, you're, you're getting rid of the first thing that you don't need to be getting rid of. Amen. Not that that's not happened to me ever. But, uh, uh, but. <laughs> I love it. All right, we're going to start closing this thing up and, and knitting it together here. These guys are in the book because of two words, by faith. Their lives were crazy. Back in Hebrews in, in chapter 9, we, we, we said this, we, we read this, so I just want to remind us as we start to close. It said, So also Christ died once for all time as a sacrifice to take away the sins of many people. He will come again, not to deal with our sins, but to bring salvation to all who eagerly are waiting for Him. It's that reward that we were talking about before. You are secure with Him in your yes. And through that yes, you have this engine of Him to let you go through the life. So here's the thing. This past week, um, 
I was reading this guy. I read so many different guys, I kind of get them confused, and I can't remember exactly who I read this from. But he was talking about, does anybody ever remember the, when Jesus was talking about, if you have faith the size of a mustard seed? You remember that? He says what? Yeah. And so the thing is, when you go back and look at that verse, you know, a lot of times I'm going, I wonder if I can really make that mountain move. <laughs> that would be kind of cool. But if you look at the, the discussion around it, the disciples have come back after He has sent them out. And they're a little frustrated because they weren't able to do some of the things that they'd been seeing Jesus do. And one of those was to cast out demons. I mean, He point blank, they just said, man, we just haven't been able to do that. And then Jesus said, if you had faith the size of a mustard seed, you could move mountains. And so the guy that I was reading, he said, it dawned on me, I'm the mountain." I'm the mountain. Where is my by faith to get me moving? So here's what I want to do. Look at the last verse in Hebrews 11 is number what? 40? Let's pretend. I borrowed this from Deb who's a Beth Moore. Yeah. Beth Moore, whatever. She's good. She's great, quite honestly. And so, and I'm, so I'm going to borrow this from them. Pretend that there's a verse 41. And you place your name after two words. By faith. Your name. What's next? What's your mountain that you would list that by faith you are going to be convinced that God is the Creator of you and the bestower and the giver of salvation. And through that, you have this new engine of the Holy Spirit to move you by faith through your mountain. What if, it's, what if your mountain is... What if it's relationships? I'm trying to think of different things. What if it was like last week when we had everybody that came up and said, you know what, I'm going to stay, I'm going to start my sobriety of unbelief today. Have you stayed in that? Is your mountain to drag your past into the present and paralyze you? Is your mountain figuring out why we eat what we eat or drink what we drink? Is my mountain hiding from people? I don't know. But I bet when I said that, something popped to you. So that's what I want you to pray about. And by faith, when we say amen and walk out that door, take the next step in letting God, through your faith in Him, carry you to move your mountain. Lord, we love You. And we counted a an awesome privilege to be able to come to You by faith through Jesus Christ. And Lord, we know that Christ emptied the tomb in order to equip us with Him that we could live life by faith. And that Lord, knowing that we are who You say we are, that we can just live in this radical freedom 
and have a blast doing so, that we would live life, the words that we just read a while ago, that people would look and go, they must be living life by faith. Because they don't care what we think about them anymore. We can't control them with shame and guilt. They no longer will allow us to manipulate them. And so, Lord, we're going to live in that freedom because we know that You're the one that was the giver of it to us. <laughs> so as we sing, and Lord, as people go to the back and, and take the bread and dip it in the cup, that they're doing so by faith. Knowing that You are coming back. And Lord, as we just read, not to deal with sins, but to finish Your rescue mission of completing salvation here on earth and restoring what was lost. I'm thankful that I'm among a people that are already doing that now today. That they are busy about helping captives be set free. And the first one is always me. So Lord, we love You. We, uh, we're just going to get out of each other's way and let You have Your way. In Christ's name, Amen.
Oh, oh.